you Jesus I need you and I want you more than I know I love you Jesus I love you and I need you more than I know He loves you Jesus He loves you and He wants you more than you know He'll help you Jesus He'll help you If you call Him with all of your heart Abba Adonai Elohim Ahuvi Abba Adonai Elohim Ahuvi Abba Adonai Elohim Ahuvi Abba Adonai Elohim Ahuvi We want you Yeshua we want you And we need you more than we know We love you Yeshua we love you And we need you More than we know Abba Adonai Elohim Ahuvi 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 Abba As we celebrate the remembrance of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., famously known for the I Have a Dream speech on the Mall of Washington, D.C., the capital of the United States of America, with hundreds of thousands in attendance, he declared his dream, his vision, that he believed and hoped 
and the United States of America for a better America. And what is our republic but an ever-burgeoning, growing, expanding, changing nation that is constantly going through metamorphoses as we had since the founding of this nation when it was just 13 colonies. And we saw the expanse as the nation took territory going west and the states increased. Wasn't always 50, wasn't always 48. We saw the expansion of the state, the nation, and along with that expansion, the change of a nation. And we pledge allegiance to a flag of 50 stars that wasn't always 50 stars. Wasn't always 13 stripes, but a flag that changed with the people because people change. Some for the better, others for the worse. But a nation changes. And yes, in the past, we have things, no doubt, that all of us have that we are ashamed of individually, corporately familiarly in our families, ancestrally, things that we're not proud about, but we would be poorly served to forget about, to remember how far we've come and yet how much further we have to go, that we see the world ahead of us while leaving behind us the worst of us, pursuing the best of us. So they say, when you pledge allegiance to the flag, what are you pledging allegiance to? Our fallacy, our foibles, our faults, our sins, or the allegiance that you would ever move that banner further. That you would ever be a better representation of the highest ideals. But then, what are the origins of those ideals? Was it Reverend Martin Luther King who first had a dream of the world of equity? Was it Lincoln? Gettysburg Address? The inalienable rights of men that all men are created equal. Was it Washington across the Delaware? Was it Winston Churchill or William F. Buckley? Do we give men the credit that belongs to God? A man coins a phrase or an idea, repeats it, and it's forever known throughout history. He's put his brand on it, his name on it, his character on it, his charisma on it. But I would suggest to you, no disrespect to the men of our nation or of any nation, that these words did not start with the philosophers, the gurus, or the heroes the politicians or the preachers, the scientists or the philosophers. It started in God. Since the beginning of time, these words that we repeat, these monumental charismatic sermons that we preach are to no credit of our own. And if there is any to be owned, the fact that we repeat like a parrot the things that God says. Even the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah said, I speak nothing other than what the Father has given me to speak. I do nothing other than what I've seen him do. 
we become, hopefully, in our humility and in our obedience, a reflection of him, echoing and repeating the words, not by our intellectual acuity, but by God's messaging. When we are conduits, we are instruments of him to the world. He took Moses, Moshe up at that mountain. He showed him the land, the land that he would not enter, but that Israel would. He got a vision. I think it was Reverend King who said he'd been to the mountaintop. He looked over and saw the vision, the promise, one that he would not fully embrace or experience. But we have black, white, Mexican, Irish, German, French, whatever the origin in this great melting pot of a nation, visions of men who maybe weren't as famous as Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., visions of your grandfather, your great-grandfather, your mother, who believed that one day something better would come. And we've seen better. We've seen better days and we've seen worse days, but we've not seen all days. What we do know now is where we are now. And it is a far cry from those who had envisioned better days. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. How we've taken the rainbow that God put as a covenant and rebranded it with the wrong number and the wrong colors. To take God's message and make it our own. Well, we've pulled God in our minds down from the throne. And we've set ourselves up high and lofty. While we shake our fists to the heavens. No more is it about the natural law of God. You see, man's law trumps God's law. And how dare any of us abridge, abort, or break the laws of man. It is the laws of God you must break. It is the vision of God that you must erase. And so now we are in a world that has forgotten that pledge, that allegiance to better days, to higher self, to more godlike than unlike. And now we have glorified in these days, not the dream, but the nightmare. Not the inalienable rights granted to us by God as so declared by Abraham Lincoln. Not the equality of mankind. No, we have aborted everything that is natural and common to us to become something other than what God made us. And so now we have a nation adrift, a ship that has sunk. But I want you to know that there is another dream, another hope, and that's the ram in the bush. You see, God always has a remnant. Oh, it doesn't take many. It just takes any. Not everybody, but somebody for God to do his will and multiply it. His math is a little different than ours.
His justice is fair. His mercy is bottomless. His grace is ever abounding. But let's be clear. God will be God. And there is a price to pay. Obedience by love. Not by intimidation or threat. Obedience by the command. Not by bribery or reward. It is enough to love God. And with that comes a benefit of the reward. It is enough to love God. And to fear God. And with that an avoidance of the punishment. Because what evil really is, is choice. And what is love but letting you choose? What evil really is, is enslavement. And what is love but freeing you? Freeing you to choose to love. What is really evil but the choice not to love? Not to do? The choice to be free. To be free to be a slave to something other than that which frees you. To be a slave to that which enslaves you. To be free to choose that which kills you other than that which makes you alive. See, the Bible teaches us, the Torah teaches us, we must die to live. That's how the sacrifices, the blood, we must die to live. You see, we're real zombies, God's zombies. We die and we live animated, made alive in him and being in him. But unless you die and walk in this world as the living dead, dead to the world, but alive unto God, you become a zombie of hell. That's the living dead rather than the dead living. The living dead. Everything you produce is death. Everything you eat is death. Everything in your lust yields death. In your greed yields death. It kills, it steals, it destroys. Because you are full of selfish. Rather than selfless. It's when we give our life away that we live. It's when we die to the flesh and to this world that we are alive. But when you are alive to the world and alive to the flesh and alive to pleasing men. You are dead. I often say that if God did play sports, it would be baseball. He'll throw the side wonder, the curve, the under, the over, the slow, the fast, put a little spin on it and a little spit on it. And you're at the plate with the bat, giving you the opportunity to hit a home run. Giving you an opportunity to play in his game. But you've got to be prepared and trained and willing. You see, there's a price to pay. There's a cost. And that cost doesn't come easy or sleazy. It comes with an investment. With a laying down of your life. With a picking up of the cross. It's an arduous road. It's a narrow road. It's a yoke, but it's easy. It's a burden, but it's light. It's lonely, but you will never be alone.
He'll walk with us. He'll talk with us. He'll come alongside of us. When your friends, your family, your group, your church abandons you. When you have no one and nothing to call on. Wondering, where is your help coming from? How are you going to pay the rent? How are you going to feed the children? How are you going to get through life? Sometimes it's a little more than just getting a job. Sometimes it's a little more than what you made or what you don't make. Sometimes it's got to go beyond your ability and your hands to feed yourself. To trust in something other than yourself. At the end of the day, self can fail you. The currency can fail you. The supply chain can stop. The companies can fold and fire, dismiss you. But I'm here to tell you, army or no army, job or no job, God is our source. He took care of two million people, 40 years in the desert. Sandals never wore, clothes never wore. Armies could not defeat them. The air could not destroy them. He fed them. Gave them water from a rock. Gave them peace in a desert. Not such a fertile land. If God can keep you in the desert, where are you at? Don't doubt. The world would have you in mental derision over AI, globalists, Illuminatis, secret societies. The Antichrist. We can talk all day about the Antichrist, the false governments, the progressives, the woke that are broke, and everything else. But know this. Fear not. Lift up your eyes unto the hills from which cometh your help. My help cometh from the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. Because we need him. Lord, we need you. More than we know, we need you. More than we could ever imagine. We want you. You think you want the woman. You think you want the gym. You think you want the sports franchise. You think you want the Coachella festival in the desert. You think you want the casinos. You think you want the bottle, the cannabis, the heroin, the fentanyl, the opioids. But you don't want that. That's that flesh, that death part of you. That craves what kills you. But what you want and what you need is the Lord. Yeshua Adonai, Yerevahe, Elohim, Yehoshua, the Son of the living God, the light of the world, the lover of your soul. We used to sing the song in the church growing up, and the mothers would pat their feet on that wooden floor and just started singing that song and humming. Walk with me, Lord, walk with me. Walk with me, Lord, walk with me. While I'm on this difficult journey, 
Then you got to tell them, hold my hand, Lord, Lord, hold my hand. Sometimes no one is with you. Hold my hand, Lord, hold my hand. While I'm on this, this difficult journey, I want Jesus to hold my Then we know 
love you Yeshua we love you and we need you more than we know Abba Adonai Elohim Bahuvi 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 Abadonai Elohim Ahuvi